Research Radio. Good morning, my neighbor. How are you doing? Are you feeling okay? Good morning, my neighbor. How are you doing? Are you feeling okay? Everybody, this is Mommy. Thank you for tuning in to Mommy in the Morning, Mondays at 8 a.m. And this episode is called Anything Goes. Yes, indeed. I am here with my girl, Charlene. My second friend, Charlene. (laughs) What's up? How are you? Good. Tell everybody who you are, 
why you're here and all yes. that. Yes. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit, in a little bit. But um, okay. I want to thank I want to thank you guys. I, I want to thank you for coming into Mommy in the Morning. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And this episode, I think this episode will be so much fun because <laughs> we'll be able to talk about anything. Honestly, oh, yeah. I don't care if your feelings are hurt. I'm talking Tune about in. To be, I'm with it. I'm here. I'm with it. We're talking about anything. I try to get some people. Anything. I try to get some people to, um, you know, give some like ideas of what they want to hear on social media. But you know, people be shy and shit. But they gonna tune in. They waiting. I know, right? And I definitely, I definitely got some people talking about. It. They want to talk about a few things. So we're gonna definitely bring all that stuff Good. up. We're gonna get into social media stuff. Everything like honest opinions, and that's exactly why I had Charlene come on to the show. Because I already know that she is going to bring it with all the bluntness. She's not going to be shy. And we're just going to oh, no. have opinion. I'm going to try my so, best not to be shy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to, um, Charlene's actually um, a makeup artist. She's from Worcester, Worcester, Massachusetts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start off with that. But tell everybody who you are, what you do, and um, we'll start off there. Yeah, so my name is Charlene Julu. I'm um, the founder of La Julu Beauty. Um, I'm a makeup artist, a freelance makeup artist. I typically just do makeup on the weekends, have um, a setup uh, where the girls can come, get their makeup done. Before COVID, you know, everything was fun before COVID. I used to like travel <laughs> and go do, yeah, weddings and showers and all of that. I'm still open mm-hmm. to all of that with precautions because of the whole pandemic or whatever. Yeah. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> like she said that all wrong but yeah <laughs> so i'm still doing all of that um and yeah that's what i do i'm a makeup artist definitely book her she's dope book um me. she hasn't blessed my face yet because she's so far not yet. yes <laughs> <Not> yes <laughs> i know like but definitely well we'll definitely plan something because i definitely love your work and i think it's thank you so i think you thank should you. definitely bless my face one of these days Oh, yeah. If you guys are if you guys are looking for a makeup artist and you live in Worcester, she's definitely available. She does a great job. Um, also, tell the, tell people where you're from. What part of Africa are you from? Since you know we always doing. We okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm a Elabiju. I'm from Liberia. I'm Liberian, full Liberian. My mom, my dad, they both um, were born in Liberia. I was born here in the states. Um, but you know, I'm 100% LIB to the death of me. So, you know, you know how that goes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so I think my first question for you is um, being a makeup artist and mm-hmm. I feel like makeup, makeup artists are on a different level of creativity because I feel yeah. like you guys see things so like precise mm-hmm. and you guys have like really, really good observation. So mm-hmm. I feel like being as a makeup artist, like how do you, what is your morning regimen? Like, how do you organize your week in order, you okay. know, because right. obviously you work and then uh-huh. you do the makeup on the weekend. So how do you organize right. your week? So during the week, if I'm talking about just a regular day, mm-hmm. I'm getting up. For me, my regimen is I'll take a shower, get out of the shower, like lotion, moisturize mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like to tint my eyebrows because my eyebrows are really thin and ladies... <laughs> Yo, we know the issue. It's like, you don't, I don't wear, like, I typically don't do makeup uh, during mm-hmm. the week, but I have to have my eyebrows tinted because I would legit look like an alien. And I just not can't go, I, can't, I work with kids, so 
I can't go to work looking like an alien because you know kids got no filter and they gonna talk they about don't. Me. and I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> so I like yeah, so I like to tint my eyebrows. Um, if I'm feeling it, I'll put some concealer on and mm -hmm. then just like like short, real short lashes and mm -hmm. just do like a spray. Like I like to put um, the spray by Mario. Mario, but start with a B. His last name, whatever. Mm -hmm. I like to spray that on. So um, you said pretty much you use something kind of like a spray to give that natural okay. glow. Um, yeah. What what moisturizers do you use? Being a makeup artist, because I know you constantly put makeup on your face. So what moisturizers mm -hmm. do you use in order to just keep your face like you know clean and your skin tone um even mm -hmm. right. and just to get all like the dirt and all that stuff from the makeup because uh, personally for me I do my makeup once a week so I don't really do my makeup often anymore yeah. I just kind of mm -hmm. like and I think that's just ever since the pandemic because like you have to wear a mask so it's kind of like right. annoying exactly so yeah so yeah so what what do you use in order to just keep your skin like fresh clean that natural mm -hmm. glow yeah. So the only skin that really, I mean, the only um, soap that really works for me, which I know it's like mm -hmm. a beauty bar, is the mm -hmm. Dove Sensitive Skin Soap. And that's what I use to wash my face with. Um, okay. If I wash my face with anything else, like I'll start to break out and stuff. So that's the only thing that works for me. Although it does make my skin really dry. So I use Jargon's, um, it's like extra healing lotion. Okay. And I put okay. a couple of dabs of that on my face. And then um, I'll spray the Mario on my face to keep my face like hydrated throughout the day um i don't typically put yeah i don't typically put too much products on my skin just because like my skin be trying to sabotage me like one day we're good and the next day <laughs> i'm pimple city and i'm just like yeah. okay yeah, yeah so. so you keep it simple which makes sense right. because i'm someone this is what i use i use black soap and um ponds that's okay it. yeah and like after i just finished doing my makeup i wash my face with the black soap Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually looking for more of a deep cleanser for when I do get my makeup done. Yeah. Because I notice that I break out a little bit when I after I take my makeup off. Right. So okay. I've been using um, shea butter after okay. I finish getting my makeup done. So like in the yeah. morning, I've noticed like oh, okay, my face is nice and smooth. Oh yeah. But definitely. yeah, I think I think that's the only thing that for me I don't really get right. technical with stuff. I've been actually mm -hmm. searching for like deep cleansers and stuff to just to have more of a glow. I yeah. would say because since mm -hmm. I don't remember, I don't I don't remember the last time I did my own makeup. I yeah. really do not remember because mm -hmm. the pandemic. I really I used to do the my makeup every morning. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, that, that thing be having a sale for real. I know. 100%. No, it really does. But other than that, um, so other than you prep, prep pretty much about your physical um, morning regimen, what is like? What's your mental? Like, how do you prepare yourself mentally? Um, I never really think about it too much. I just wake up. My schedule is so repetitive that, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, I wake up, I do my morning regimen, I get dressed, and then um, head to work. I live, like, eight minutes away from my job. So I guess just preparing myself for the day and just what I have to do at yeah. work. And, you know, I work with kids. I work with third graders right now. So a lot of the times the kids need, like, a lot of extra help on, like, yeah. their schoolwork and stuff. And so mm -hmm. just preparing myself mentally to be able to go in there and deal with, you know, a certain amount of kids at a time and getting them, like, going just for the day mm -hmm. and getting them on their schoolwork. Definitely, yeah, because yeah, that too. Like, how do you prepare yourself getting into work working with kids? Because I, yeah. I, I'm in corporate, so it's kind of like mm -hmm. I don't really gotta 
and everybody at my job kind of minds their business. Yeah. So it's like, you actually have to interact. Right. You do. You have to be yeah. on your A game with kids. It's yeah. like, every day is in, yeah. It's re- recently. I, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because, like, recently it's been, like, really repetitive, but mm-hmm. before working with kids, like, you really have to prepare yourself mentally because some of these kids come in with just, like, so much baggage and just so much shit going on in their own life that when they're, yeah. they're there, they're ready to lash out on the first person. So, I mean, wow. this is going to be, February is going to be my fifth year working with kids. So it's, you kind of just get used to it. You learn, you know, mm-hmm. things to cope. You It's all about just self preservation also and making mm-hmm. sure that your mental is in the right place to be able to um step outside of yourself and be able to cater to other people daily so mm. it's a yeah, trick but you learn it and yeah once it's a calling and once it's something that you're good at and it's rewarding you love to see kids you know come up and just find themselves and be successful all of that all of the bad stuff just really doesn't matter at the end of the day especially when you're Mm, definitely yeah I've never like I definitely love kids like I love babies and all that stuff but I don't think I've ever had like the mental to just like work with kids like I worked with kids when I was younger like my first year of high school I worked in a um elementary school that was in front of ours but that was just for some money you know you 14 15 you don't want to ask your parents for like certain things so it's just like Mm -hmm. that was it but it wasn't the kids weren't too much older than me Okay. So it was just like, you know, yeah. but I, I was just like, what people who work with kids have a special amount of patience. Like you must be a very patient person. I, you know what it is? I'm patient with children, but when it comes to adults, <laughs> I ain't patient with none of y'all's, none of y'all at all. Okay. Get your shit together. You're grown as hell. I ain't got time for it. I'm not about to I, deal I, with it. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I'm but saying? Be, yeah, but I feel like even sometimes when you're dealing with adults, you're dealing with children. Exactly. So sometimes yeah. you have to put that extra amount of patience with adults, especially no, like, I feel like, I feel like you do, but it's, it's hard to balance. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where we just mm-hmm. be like, all right, that, it is what it is. Right. Because some days I could be real patient with you. And then some days I'm just like, listen, we didn't already dealt with this. So this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to go. And this is just what it is. No. Definitely. To say the least. <laughs> right. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> so everybody knows I have my mantra app. All my listeners know. And my mantra app kind of just gives like a quote. So I'm going to read this quote to you and I'm, we're going to talk about it like however you think it resonates with you. So uh-huh. my quote um, today is, my work makes a difference in this world. So I feel like I love this one. <laughs> hold on, I mean, hold on. <laughs> Did my supervisor send that to you? <laughs> yeah, no. That sounds like something they say at my job you every day. Supervisor? No, I'm telling you, but the thing is we're talking about you working with kids and then this comes up. So it's like my right. work makes a difference. I cannot make this up. Like this was today's. My work makes a difference in this world. And lately I've been thinking about how I can make mommy in the morning influential for other people. And sometimes it's kind of like, like, it's funny because, you know, we just had Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. my brother came into town for Thanksgiving. And while we were eating Thanksgiving dinner, he asked me, what is your show about? Mm -hmm. So I told him, I was like, this is what my show's about. But he said, do you focus? I said, but my focus is more on connecting with African um, 
because I feel like the African, like African people need more of a voice because we've been through like so much in terms of like upbringing. And I feel like so many people can relate to things. So that's right. why I told him, he said, yo, nobody, nobody's doing that. Like people probably are doing it and I'm not aware of it, whatever. But mm -hmm. he was like, it's good because not always does it have to be like, oh, um, like it has to be a situation where it's like, oh, you know, it, we have to talk about something like particularly like that's going on on social media. Sometimes it right. could just be about things like, you know, things that happen in your personal life growing up. And mm -hmm. that's one thing that I feel like I want to use Mommy in the Morning to kind of like influence, make a difference in maybe our own African circle as like right. Africans or whatever. Yeah. Like when they hear something, they're just like, bro, that happened to me last week. My parents uh -huh. are doing this. My parents are acting up. They're yeah. bothering me. Da, da, da. It's funny how she says something like this, but it'd be real stuff that we actually actually go through. Mm -hmm. So it, I feel like that's what I'm thinking about. Like, how can I make a difference in the world yeah. that way? So it's like for it to say my work makes a difference in this world, it's like, hmm, it does in some type of way. Right. I, I don't know. It definitely does. Yeah, it definitely does. But what do you yeah. think that means for you? Well, for me, well, first of all, for you, I think 100% that your work does make a difference because listening to your previous shows, there's so much like insight and there's so much like, um, just, just so much stuff that people are talking about that you can also relate to. Like you're saying, you want to give people, Africans, a platform to be able to kind of connect with each other and yeah. share our experiences. And I definitely get that from your show. So 100%, I feel like your work definitely, your Thank show you. is doing gang. something, girl. It's doing Thank something. I'm feeling it. Gang, I like gang. it. Yeah. I, yeah. I appreciate the feedback. <laughs> yeah. But for me... Um, my job is rewarding in itself just because you do get to see kids grow up. You know, sometimes you see kids that are in the program from like sixth grade and they go through like middle school and high school and you watching them graduate and there's nothing more rewarding than seeing somebody else having to do with somebody's success and whether it be the smallest just you being nice to them on a day or helping them with something, helping them see something within themselves. Mm -hmm something as small as that, you never know what, you know, that can overlap to become. Just right. giving someone the smallest of advice in a child and believing in them now, they then go on to be something beautiful, you know? I'm pretty yeah. sure all the mentors of all these successful people in the world um, feel the same way too, where they probably just gave someone a small bit of what they knew and they took mm -hmm. it and made something beautiful. So mm -hmm. if you're doing something where you're giving back to people and you're, um, giving people opportunities to grow. I definitely think that's making a difference in the world. Yeah, it definitely is because you may feel like you don't have an effect in a child's life, but right. you, you don't know that child is probably going home to their parents talking about you every day. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, oh, just like, holding on to what you said to them. Yeah, just holding on to what you said. Yeah, like, and the, the thing is about children they're always going to remember you later on in life mm -hmm. like they exactly. always will they'll be like oh I had I had this teacher you know Miss Charlene she was like she always told me this like always keep it in the back of your mind too and also like I'm pretty sure with your job you have to be careful what you say to them definitely because so, you always need to give that like words of encouragement because mm -hmm. I, I can remember like teachers that I had back in the day and the things that they said to me how I held on to it right right or how like certain things like oh this teacher that I for example this teacher I had in second grade she hated me <laughs> like even my parents knew like this what, what was her name 
Mrs. Pierce, Mrs. Pierce, if you see me <laughs> on the live, go suck your mother. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. Period. But, <laughs> when it comes like when it comes to that she she did not like me like she yeah. back in the second grade mm-hmm. she hated me and i was mm-hmm. just like you know what my parents went to school they were like why are you treating my daughter different yeah like, what is it like these yeah. are the things and then you would think like you was bad and you wasn't right. like you was actually no. you were just probably a yeah. little bit more too much for that person or yeah. y'all personalities didn't clash and that's so normal as an educator and a person that works with youth i feel like it's important sometimes that you have to set aside your own personal feelings mm-hmm. of a person understand sometimes not everybody personalities are gonna mix but you have to set aside your personal feelings towards a person to make sure that they you're contributing to their success you know some right. of these kids some kids can be so annoying we see them we know them yeah, we, we do. see you. <laughs> but yeah. that just because they're annoying doesn't mean that they won't be something special later on, you know, exactly. in their life. And just you being an unbiased person with unbiased feelings towards them will definitely help them grow and become, you know, just give them your insight and it'll definitely change them. You can be like, hey, sometimes you do this and that's not all right. Maybe you can try doing this instead. So right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so for your second grade teacher to be hating on you like that, and you was on second, and you was in second grade, she probably knew you was going somewhere and doing something big, and it didn't sit right with her spirit. Too bad, Mrs. Pierce. We don't like you. you Yeah, sorry. You probably will never hear this in your lifetime. You probably always hear it now, but we don't care. Right. (laughs) Moving forward, if you guys are now tuned into Mommy in the Morning Mondays at eight a.m. I am here with my sexy friend Charlene, and she she's a makeup artist, and she's here for my episode. Anything goes, and we about to talk about anything. We about to get into it right now. Right. So we talked about the innocent shit. Now we got to bring up the good (laughs) shit. What you got for me? (laughs) So okay. So I want to. What can we talk about? Because okay, for me, you had this conversation. I want to say like maybe a month ago about body shaming. And yes. the thing about me and Charlene, we both teak. We are teak women. You know so, what I mean? The thing is, one thing about me, like, one thing I've always tried to embrace is my being a full-figured woman. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like being a full-figured woman is a blessing. And do you know mm-hmm. why I feel like being a full-figured woman is a blessing? Is because there's women out there who are not full-figured, who are very, like, petite. I'll say petite. To give respect to other women that pretty much get their body done in order to look like us yeah yeah or um alter their bodies in order to look like us so I've always mm-hmm. appreciate the fact that what I have has come naturally to me right but I mm-hmm. think some I think sometimes being a full-figured woman comes with a lot of like responsibility it comes with a lot of like you know judgment mm-hmm. you know people Definitely. criticizing us if we wear mm-hmm. something or making us mm-hmm. feel like we can't wear something because we're full figured. Right. So let's talk about that. How navigating through life as a full figured woman, how has mm-hmm. that been for you? Um, I felt like I growing up, I never really took chances. I always played it safe. It was not till I when I got in like my freshman year of college that I realized 
you know, that I tapped into my sexuality and, and, and started to love the way I look and appreciate yeah. my full figuredness. Mm -hmm. So even now, still, um, as a 26 year old woman, I'm still trying to tap into my sexuality and, you know, be fully in love with the figure that I have now. And mm -hmm. sometimes you, you have, it's like an up and down, you know, some days you'll be up, you know, you'll feel so good. Like your ass looking right in them jeans. Yeah. You know, your titties are sitting right in the shirt and you just look good and you feel good. And then some days are low where you notice, you know, more stress marks or, um, yes. you got when you're on your, when you're on your menstrual and you're right. Bloating, you know what I'm saying? And you want to wear, to yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it it's is. different. I'm telling you, it's different for us. Like, we're always focusing on. And the funny thing is, is like, as of lately, I'm even trying to chill out. Like, even as of lately, I've, I'm always looking at my figure. Like, I'm yeah. always looking at, oh, is my stomach bloated today? Oh, do uh -huh. I need to drink my my um detox tea today to make sure right. that I'm yeah. always off? My first of all, I even sometimes have to check myself. Like, oh, let me relax mm -hmm. because. Even like the body that I'm, the body that I have now, it took me a while to even be, cause this is the healthiest I've ever been. Before mm -hmm. my body, it was just like, okay, yes, yeah, you lost weight, but I didn't feel healthy. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time that I ever took like the healthier approach of actually losing weight. Like I'm not pressed. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not like rushing to do it or say, oh, let me, let me starve myself. Right. So I can make sure that I can end up like a certain size by this. Uh -huh. Everything is yeah. more like natural. Like drinking mm -hmm. a gallon water, of a, drinking a gallon of water a day has become yeah. become a lifestyle. Exactly. Or fasting twice a week and only eating fasting twice a week and then eating one meal a day has become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I feel like certain things have just become a part of my lifestyle, and right. that's why it's easier for me but I feel right. like before in the past you know like I said we're African let's talk about it like right definitely your parents, put, your parents will put pressure on you your family would put uh -huh. pressure on you. oh yeah you need to lose weight yeah you need to lose weight and you oh, yeah. already have lost 15 pounds and they're just yeah like, you still need to lose more weight and the they crazy take part help Right. the crazy part about it is when I look back at my pictures when I was in high school she was so cute okay I like her. I like that girl. Yeah. I like the way her body looked. She was yeah. popping. And she was told almost every day that she was fat. Oh, yes. Shari, you're fat. Oh, and I, oh, look at your aunt. Look at this. Look at that. And it's just like, and I used to have to defend myself. And I, as a 16, 15 year old girl from these people that are twice my age calling yeah. me fat and, and, you know, talking about my body size and I used to have to tell them all the time like okay yeah I'm fat but sis got her fat in all the right places yeah did you mention that yeah you no, know what I'm saying really, did you mention really, that with the food? <laughs> I used to say that really all the time yeah yes and like, I feel like mm -hmm, and ahead. I feel like that I used to have to defend myself so much Always. that I would then tell myself like no you don't need a workout no you're fine you're good the way you are and then you start going in life with that same mentality because you're constantly like trying to fight yes. people's thoughts on it to the point where now yes. you're at a point in your body where you're just like oh shit now i actually do have to work out i do have to start eating healthy but you never built those um you know you, that you never built those skills because you went so many years protecting yourself and protecting your image and just how you look and trying to love yourself for what you look like right then in that moment. So I think that's where I find myself right now. 
is trying to get into a healthier regimen with eating and just exercising and all that sort of type of thing and just finding a, a healthy balance for that because yeah. I went so many years just just not doing it and just you know adjusting to how my body is and yeah and now I'm at a point where I'm just like okay well you can look like this but you look like this now and you're beautiful now but you could also look like this so yes. how did we get to this so yes. don't trying to get it in my mind and it's really yes. a mind thing it, it is, really is. Mental t- I tell people all the time that health is a mental game like yeah. focusing on dieting it's all a mental t- mental game because it takes discipline and yeah it meant you have to literally mental you have to literally put yourself in a mental state where you don't put too much pressure on yourself to mm-hmm. feel as though that you have to do this by mm-hmm. a certain time you should right. just think about it this needs to just be my lifestyle for the remaining or remainder mm-hmm. of my life and it's okay if i don't live by this lifestyle for two weeks or i don't live by this lifestyle for three weeks you have to because it gets it gets tough mm-hmm. it's really really hard to kind of just like and this is for all the like especially young African women out there who you know they their parents are consistently telling them oh you need to lose weight even the forget even losing weight even for the people out there who tell them they need to gain weight like this is your you have to appreciate who you are and your body at that moment so I feel like don't pay attention to the hype because even me like the same thing that you're telling me like when I was in high school I was like way smaller than I am now like I was Mm -hmm. tiny and they were telling me I needed to lose weight yeah, crazy. Like, it's so, the craziest thing. You guys thing. watch YouTube decide, okay, I'll turn into a goofy. <laughs> hey. Yo, I, I disappear for you guys. No, no facts. No. Just disappear. <laughs> no, no more me. And then yeah, like, now, it's like, nobody says nothing to me no more because I'm I'm living by what I want to uh-huh. live by. Like, yeah, if I yeah. slack off, I slack off. That's, it's none of mm-hmm. your business. But at right. the end of the day, I can always pick myself up. It's not always about losing. Like, even for um, Thanksgiving dinner, my mom was like, oh, I eat this and I eat that. And my doctor told me I lost so much. Me, auntie, me and you are not, we are not doing this. <laughs> you one. know? We're not, you have done this my whole life. Me and you are not competition yeah. of body. Yo. It's you are you and I, yeah. I do what exactly. I want to me. And plus, it's like, it's always like that. So you have to, you have to focus on, like you said, it's a, it's a mental thing. So you have to put yourself in a place mentally to not care about anybody's yeah. commentary yeah. and figure out what you want to do for you. Yeah. And but it always sucks. Yeah. It always sucks from the commentary and the, you know, the, just the rude shit that's been like said. Okay. So it always sucks when the commentary comes from somebody who you are close to Yes. And you wouldn't think that they would say something like that about you. Like I recently, you know, the recent challenge that was going on, the um, the P challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Where girls were showing off their figure be, uh, because their their legs and their butt makes the shape of a P because they're so round, you know, and curvaceous. And shout out to all those round and curvaceous women. Mm-hmm. So there's a P challenge going on. And, you know, me being a woman who has a very curvy butt, I wanted to participate. It was fun. I thought it was cute. You know, everybody looked good. It, it was something silly and fun. So I participated in it and I did the challenge. And I had, um, and that, I posted that on like all my social medias. 
on my stories it got over a thousand views people were like uh you know messaging me like hey that's so funny like oh yours is like a capital letter p and i'm like yes girl bubble letter p you know we're all just having fun with the challenge and right so from all those people that i had uh interactions with none of them were negative but one of my closest friends Mm -hmm. slid up in my snapchat um on my Snapchat story and was like, mm. I don't really like this challenge. Um, I feel like it, re- it gives me slave vibes right. because they used to have women on display mm. who have bodies shaped like yours, whose bodies are shaped like that, mm-hmm. is what was said. And I was taken aback by it. I was just like, yo, are you serious? Out of all the people, you're going to sit here and compare my body to a slave woman's body because you feel Which like... It doesn't It doesn't even correlate, like, what he's trying <laughs> to say. Like, it doesn't correlate at all. Like, we're not talking about... This is a challenge that people have been doing on um, social media, but yeah. it's not a situation where we're talking about slavery. It has nothing no. to... It doesn't correlate. Like and all what, body types what are he's doing saying, that. yeah, like what he's saying is, it just doesn't make sense because a lot of people during that challenge, it just doesn't make sense. Like I can't even put into words how it does not correlate because that picture of the woman that he's talking about is a woman who they put on display because her body was different from everybody else's. But that doesn't mm-hmm. have anything to do with the challenge within 2020. Right. It doesn't correlate. Like, and that's what I'm trying to say is like. It, it just doesn't make sense. You did the challenge because you wanted to do the challenge. You embrace exactly. your body and embrace your curves, but he wanted to bring it to a slavery time. Yeah, and it's not, about? and it's to say if it was just plus size, bigger women, that was the only people that were doing the challenge, putting their body on display. Everybody was doing this challenge. People were doing L's because they were skinny. People were doing O's for boobs. For, they'll have their uh, breasts in the camera and put B-O-O-B, you know, Mm-hmm. People were doing the pee the opposite way because they had tummies or they were pregnant. There were just so many different like body types and variations of people doing this challenge. So mm-hmm. I felt personally attacked. It's like, you do you feel uncomfortable with my body? Does my body make you feel uncomfortable? That when I post a picture like this, you feel the need to compare it to somebody, to a slave, you know, Mm-hmm. Sarah, I'm very like you know. It sucks what happened to her. That's terrible. But women should not hide their bodies or be ashamed of their bodies because of what was happening back then. That has absolutely nothing to do with me posting a picture in 2020 and just putting right. E R I O D. Right. It does. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't correlate together. And I feel like some people, um, it just they kind of let their their intelligence is kind of yeah like their intelligence is kind of led up to um ignorance because i feel like they don't know they think they know so much but they actually don't know anything at all so i just think it's just yeah i think it's just one of those situations where you don't you don't really know you don't really know what you're talking about and you're trying to put it into words and the thing is is like i think the messed up part about it is that this person is actually supposed to be your friend uh-huh. So it was it was actually a situation where they could have came at you differently and been like, hey, say say if he didn't like it, say if he didn't like the picture, right. which is if he's your friend, he he can make that opinion. He can say, oh, mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that you're doing this challenge because it's this, like it's basic mm-hmm. or it's this, it's whatever. And then you would have been like, well, guess what, friend, I'm doing this challenge <laughs> because I want to do the freaking challenge. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
people people are always going to be past opinions on you about yeah. things that don't really really make sense but it's like I think, sir <laughs> you in my business yeah don't do that <laughs> i'm telling you it's a it's a lot but like just moving on um uh, since we talked about body shaming and now we're talking about friends let's talk mm-hmm. about trash people okay toxic friends toxic adults like yeah you no know, this is anything goes like i think this year i had a sweep of friends like we just had a friend a sweep of friends, so we just yep. threw, we just took the dustpan and swept them up. Yeah. And then, Me too, because girl. I'm, I'm telling you, because yeah. you would, because you would think like I think as you get older, I feel like this has been the hardest year when it came to people. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, like in all reality, when it came to people, this was the hardest year. I feel like once you hit 26 years old, you're just like, you kind of narrow down who should freaking right. really be there. So yep, I exactly. just feel like. I just feel like um like you you kind of just you're in I'm in a place in my life where I just don't care who's around. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's like it's either you're gonna make it to twenty seven or you're not. Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's either yeah. you're gonna make it to thirty or you're not. So mm-hmm. I feel like how do you how do you feel about that? Like when it comes to like these toxic people, like are you someone who because I know a lot of people who hang out with a lot of toxic people, but they're just uh listen, they're they have a place. Mm-hmm. and but they don't get too close or you're just one of those right. people you just toss them out like you're just mm-hmm. like bye yeah so I've been really lucky when it comes to friendship and just the people I surround with uh around me I've mm-hmm. been pretty much hanging out with the same people the people that I hung even the people I hung out with in like high school college and like even now from like 21 to 26 mm-hmm. I still keep in contact with the majority of them and mm-hmm. I just have about two or three friends that I'm like super close with but I've always been a person that's real picky on who I have around me and I've just been lucky and blessed to be around people that Mm -hmm. had great energy and sometimes you fall out with a couple of those people and Mm -hmm. so I would never say like they're trash people you know what I'm saying you just see certain traits in them that don't mesh well with what you got going on for yourself. And so mm-hmm. you keep them to a distance, you know, you kind of get demoted to like an associate. You were once a friend and now you're associate. Don't mean I have something against you. Doesn't mean that, you know, I'm kicking you fully out of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it just means that we're going on separate paths and I still wish you the best on yours, but I'm here on mine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I yeah. will say though, when it comes to trash people, I have, very much had my fair share of trash men where yeah you know what I mean like it's it's nothing about my friends like the people that I have hung out with they've been great you know I very blessed and lucky with that but it's issue niggas I don't know if I can say that so let me let me rephrase issue men okay it's you guys Mm -hmm. I've had some situations where I'm just like you know you're building with this person and you're getting to know this person and all of a sudden you find out they're in like a whole relationship a whole blood clot relationship mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's like it happens more often it's happening more often like where i'll have mm-hmm. guys in my inbox but then on your story i'll see you posting your girl and stuff and that is to me that's so disrespectful it that is, is so because it's, i feel like stay over there don't come over here and confuse my life you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't try to come over here and build with me when you already have something building with the next 
person because listen honey i believe in karma and i am not about to get intertwined with your karma because you're over here making some trash ass decisions Mm -hmm. and that's to say the least i just uh, and that's just to say the least really yeah i, I should get say everything goes but you know i'm yeah. just like oh, right. <laughs> you, you, well, you still want to give that person you still want to give that person a level of respect no, no i definitely get with you <laughs> i'm like i can give y'all all my juice now hold on y'all might have to catch me on another episode I i'm telling you <laughs> no but the thing is i get what you mean because there's a lot of guys out here and one thing one thing is funny to me about a lot of these men is like sometimes you gotta you gotta give the woman the opportunity to make the decision how do how did he know how did he know that you didn't still want to mess with him and he had a girl how did he how did he know that because a lot of these men they're not open like what if he went to you and he was just like yo i got a girl but do you still want to go on a date like it's not really me and her kind of on the rock like it's not really working out between Uh me and her but do you want to go on a date how did he know that you were going you was you was going to say no he yeah. should have gave you the opportunity to tell you the truth so you can mm-hmm. give him the answer that you want to uh, give him. And it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean you get down a certain way if you said, okay, cool, yeah, we can go out to eat. If you want to talk, you want to vent. Yeah, yeah I might here, take your talk. free meal. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of them don't, the thing is with men, like, a lot of them, I'm not going to say all of them because I'm not going to do that because I'm no. not going to put that bad energy in the air because there, there are a lot of good men out there. But right. I think a lot of them, honesty is the best policy like right. if you can be honest mm-hmm. like it, it's easy like if you can literally be honest and like be someone who just tells the truth and just you know just completely just says yo mm-hmm. say for example you're married okay i'm married but my marriage is on the rocks right now like you know so i just want to i want to let you know that so just in case if you don't want to deal with me you don't have to deal with me right boom you always then give you people would, the choice yeah give people the benefit of the doubt like you never mm-hmm. know but like right. for people to be posting posting their girl but hitting up you in your inbox is just like yeah then the girls be trying to come at the girl uh-huh to come at the girl like right oh, why did you know that he was in no i didn't uncle no. auntie i do not know uh-huh and it's one thing too is like listen sis know that know this I do not owe you no loyalty. I don't know you at all. My loyalty does not lie with you. The person that you should turn that energy to is the person that owes you the loyalty. So turn the energy to him 100%. And men, if you know you have a female at home and you know your relationship is on the rocks or whatever the case may be, you should still have respect for that person to be able to hold off on dating or anything before you start, you know, starting something new while you are still in a relationship. Right. 100%. Well, respect yeah. that person. But a lot of men don't have that respect. And then they get everybody up in their mix. And I don't want to be in your mix. I don't want to be I, in I, Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. I feel like it's a situation where it's always... Um, it's just always like people, a lot of these men don't give women enough benefits of doubt. They have kind of mm-hmm. like a mentality that, oh, if I tell her the truth, like she's about to wild out. No, give right. me the opportunity to not do that. Right. It's when I found out in a, a funny way, that's when I'm going to start, you know, losing my shit because it's like, mm-hmm. you lied to me. So right. it's just one of those things. I think it's just, I think a lot of it is just respect. Like yeah. putting a lot of respect into the situation 
And also a lot of you men who are hitting up women and you have a girl, you don't have, you need to get your shit together. You don't, together, if you don't want to be in a relationship, <laughs> leave that girl alone. Like Leave her alone. She could, she could be good for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Who actually Let that be her, Yeah, and be loyal to Let her. her. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Honestly, I'm just, I'm kind of glad I don't got those problems anymore. I, I, I know. Be <laughs> I be chilling, so... Honestly, to all those women out there who are single and mingling, especially through this pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. stay safe. One sis. thing I'll tell you, yeah, stay safe for one and for two. Don't don't be reading too much into a lot of stuff because a lot of a lot of men out here are lonely and they're going to yeah. and that's just because oh, yeah. they're lonely for the time being. But once outside open, they open. Right, right, right. And I don't like how guys will some guys will really lie and say like, oh, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking for somebody to be with. And then you open up to them and you let them in and then they just show and they start showing you that they were just there for like a good time. But it's just like, be honest, boo-boo, because everybody got needs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm really trying to keep it PG because you said your daddy be watching. So I'm, I'm trying to keep it PG. <laughs> just know everybody got needs. All right. Yeah. So if you would have kept it real with me from the get, if you would have been like, yo, listen, I'm right now, I'm not trying to date anybody. I'm just trying to, you know, you know. hang out, get to know people. Yeah. I'ma still fuck with you. I'ma fuck with yeah. you even harder than I, probably because of relationship shit. If you would have came up came up to me like, oh, yeah, I want to be in a relationship, I probably wouldn't even believe you because half y'all niggas be lying anyways. Yeah. If you were like, hey, let's just get to know each other. Let's go on a date and just, you know, you probably get way more out of me if you kept it real 100%. I definitely feel that. So I would say out of 2020, what is the worst date that you've been on? The worst date that I've been on? Yeah. Yeah. I am so good at putting trauma in the back of my mind and forgetting (laughs) about it. (laughs) I'm actually toxic. Um, (laughs) I'm really good at putting trauma in the back of my mind. Um... I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you. Really? The worst one. Yeah, the worst day I've been in in 2020. I haven't been on too many dates just because, like, we did spend half the year on, like, lockdown and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't okay. really been on too many have dates. You, have you done any dating apps? I have. Where have yeah. you done? <laughs> um, ask one? me which one I haven't done. That's a better question. Okay, okay. Um, have you done? Because I think Hinge is like one of the ones that everybody talks about. Oh, really? I haven't gone on that. I haven't done that one. I've done Bumble because I was trying to get, I was trying. All right, y'all, I'm going to give you all the tea, okay? I was, I got on Bumble <laughs> because um, I was trying to look for like a sugar daddy. You know, I wanted a older gentleman. Who would like to <laughs> spend some quality time, um, and you know, and just be able to take care of a bitch in return? Yeah. So I went on Bumble, mm-hmm. and um, I went. I got straight to the point on Bumble. I in my inbox. I mean, in my bio, I said what it is that I was looking for, and I mm-hmm. set my age range to the age range that I was. You know, to my audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I went on from there. So I used Bumble before. Um, it worked. It did. I did, you know, have a look. Your catch your catch up was looking your catch <laughs> up was looking kind of your catch up was looking real sexy. You know what I'm saying? So that did work. Um I've also tried BLK and I tried that recently. And that was actually not a bad experience. Um, after a while, you know, it kind of gets old, like with any dating app, yeah. 
but BLK was pretty nice. I did meet like a really nice guy. I actually met a couple of guys um, from okay. there, but not a couple like OD, like don't judge me y'all. I just <laughs> met like, you know, like one, I, like two. All right, let's say okay. that. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? I have some yeah. at work. So, so dating apps is kind of just like a hit or miss, honestly. Mm-hmm. It I also depends on the area you live in, too. Yeah, you live in Worcester. Yeah, and ancient niggas. Worcester is the capital of ancient niggas. So Worcester is Worcester is dry. It's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a dry place. Yeah. <laughs> for real, one hundred percent. Because I went to school. I went to school out there. It's just yeah. a whole bunch of Ghanaian dudes. Oh my god! There's a lot like, of guys. There's a lot yeah. of Ghanaian dudes out there. A lot they they were really trash. They were like yeah. they were. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I was just about to say, and Ghanaian guys are trash, yo. Some of them, like some of them, are. I have a couple that are in my family now because my sister's actually engaged to one, and oh, those okay. guys are yeah, those guys are cool. But the rest of y'all get it together, okay? <laughs> the rest of y'all get it together, and, and except for my friend Solo Juven, he's one of yeah. the best Ghanaians that I know. But the rest of y'all get it together for real. I'm telling you, like honestly. But honestly, okay, let's talk about that. Anything goes, right? Let's talk about <laughs> the difference between Ghanaian and Nigerian men. Because a lot okay. of people have been talking about this lately. Mm-hmm. So there was a video online of that Nigerian guy who impregnated about... <gasps> six women. Was it, was it six women? So yep. when we ta- let's, he just gave them... A, he gave Nigerian men a bad look. That's oh, the yeah. thing. He gave them a bad look. And the funny thing is, they're not all that bad. But he no. gave them a bad It just, it was gross to me. That Why are y'all working at the same time and y'all are comfortable this, like, in the camera like, yeah. like, like what, are you, what are we doing? Right. With this one man, I'm like, what in the sister wives is going on over here? I don't here? like it. I think it's gross. I don't like it at all. I, think <laughs> I don't like gross. it at all. I think yeah, it's just it's like, weird. what are you... What are you doing? Like, why? Why do you think this is sexy? Yeah. Why do you think this is cute? Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm for pl- polygamy. I am for you are? polygamy. I am. Okay. Elaborate. Talk sense. about that. Talk in about a sense. That. Okay. In a sense. I think I'm for polygamy in my fantasy, and that's it. Like, in my mind, if I'm thinking about something sexy and what would turn me on during sex or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, if I was going to go watch something on Pornhub or something, I would probably put on some polygamy. Like, that's some hot shit. Yeah. Not gonna lie. <laughs> but for, for my everyday life, no, I couldn't do it for my everyday life. Like, would, so, you, would, you, would you want your husband to have another wife? No, I honestly, I'm going to be the wife with the two husbands. I am. I'm sorry you're not. Why? <laughs> You're not exhausted talking about it? <laughs> right, I should be exhausted talk, just talking about just it. talking but about I it sounds see, like a lot. Like, again, this is just, like, in my fantasy, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, in yeah. my head, what would turn me on? Two guys, two husbands? I think that'd be dope. I've seen it. Like, I've Listen, seen it on, like, social no, medias think, and stuff. I think that, I've seen it, too. And I think mm-hmm. all of that, she's just a lot. I think I think mean, what's her name, Paxton Jones or whatever. She does that nonsense and stuff, and I just think yeah. she's she's. Imagine dealing with two different personalities, right, right, two right. different men, 
two mm-hmm. different head spaces. It's just too yeah. much. Like nobody, nobody needs all that negative energy in their life. She doesn't Directly. sleep well at night. Mm-hmm. She's probably <laughs> someone who doesn't care. Like she really, she probably has like the worst attitude. Like when it comes yeah. to feelings, like she probably has no feelings. <laughs> probably doesn't have time to listen to them then. Right. Who She's do like, you I didn't listen to you on Thursday. Okay, today's not your day. I'll right. see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't do both of y'all today, okay? Today's his day. <laughs> like, what about her bed Like, who does she bet to? You know what I mean? Yeah, who I, knows? Yeah, like, do they text each other? Right. Yeah, what if they're with other women? Uh, yeah, that's that's also part of it. But I feel like the guy with the six girlfriends who are all pregnant, that's a step too far. Like, that's just way too much. Now you're bringing other people into he the world through, and into the situation. A, something. Yeah, he went through something with his mother. That's how I'm feeling. He went through something with his mother. Yeah. <laughs> he went through something. Got mommy no, issues. I, yeah, he has got mommy issues. And I feel like a lot, I'm going to be honest, I feel like a lot of women, when it comes to like certain relationships, a lot of them reflect on how their father treated them. It could be yeah. their father wasn't present. It could mm-hmm. be, you know, their father wasn't really in their life. Like a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff. And I feel like the guy who has six wives pregnant at the same time, he has mommy issues. Or it could be a religion mm-hmm. thing. It could be a religion thing. And he probably necessarily doesn't have any mommy issues. It's just a religion thing. Because mm-hmm. most Muslims do that. Like, it's a yeah, thing. Like, yeah, like, it's a it's a thing. Or some of them, like, even when it comes to, like, we just talked about, we talked about body shaming and stuff. Like, even when it comes to attire, like, some of them judge that. Like, you could be the classiest woman on earth, but if you show in, <clears throat> like, a little bit of your boobs or your butt, they're like, no. Right. Like she's 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 like she's not a classy girl. Like mm-hmm. she's just trashy or whatever. But some mm-hmm. of that stuff has to do with religion. A lot of it doesn't necessarily have to do with like oh mindset. It's just what they choose to follow in their right. life. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not I'm not for polygamy. Um, I think <laughs> I think a lot of that is like for some people it's like a norm, and I feel like yeah. for some people they just it's just what are you doing like come on but he did give nigerian men a bad name um Mm -hmm. he made Ghanaian men look way better than that (laughs) and we can't be doing that now i'm playing (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you he made um Ghanaian men look better like he just because i feel like if you gotta wait like when it comes to Ghanaian and nigerian men i feel like they all have their own qualities that are great like Ghanaian men one thing about them is that they care Mm -hmm. like they care more about your feelings but I feel like Nigerian men, just, ah, here's $2,000. Just go buy your feelings. Go buy it outside. And That's for me, then I'm going with the Nigerian guy. Really? I think it's, yeah, I think it's situation-based. But listen, that is good to have a guy that cares about your feelings. But it also depends on your love language, too. Yeah, And true. I feel like the Ghanaian guys that I have dated weren't really into connected to feelings and stuff. And they were more on the harsh african side you know and really yeah but they took care of you um i'm trying to think back to it yeah they actually did no no doubt they, they did they like if you're they hungry do. they'll give you food like you know those types of things like they if you they, need something they will provide they're providers yeah. for sure i think african men are providers period though i think it's just mm-hmm. in their nature i think yeah. it has a lot to do with culture and upbringing that mm-hmm. you know african men have been raised to like know that they have to provide for their family they have to provide yeah. for like a woman cannot have a job like say for example one of us god forbid like one of us loses our job and we're just for us we're just all right but if a man loses his job that's right. throwing off his whole like 
Uh-huh. Everything. His life. his life. Yeah. It's like his life is altered. Like he has to start off mm-hmm. from square one. So yeah. I just feel like that's why I don't Africans know. are big providers. Yeah, I, that, yeah, they're good providers. I think that's one thing about African men. They'll definitely like you if you be with if you're with someone African, you're never really in this world like and they actually do well for themselves, they're not lazy, you will never suffer. Like as a mm-hmm. woman, like you're never gonna right. suffer. They're always gonna have your back. That's mm-hmm. one thing. They always have your back too. And they're yeah. always like proud to like, you know, take care mm-hmm. of you and all those different types of things. I but, think a lot where my situation is and just where I have a hard time with African mm-hmm. men is the being submissive. And it's not that I don't wanna be submissive, but there's just a certain man that you will be submissive to in life. And I feel yes. like I haven't met that man. And when, and African men demand submissive, you know, they, they want that from their women. And I think that's where I clash a lot with the Ghanaian men that I've dated before. It's just like, yeah. sir, I can't be submissive to you. Yeah. You're I don't not feel, the one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can, you're not the, you're not the one. I don't feel like I, my life, I can trust my life in your hands type thing. And that's where. Yeah. Protection. It's about you know the protection I mean? thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely get what you mean. I feel I like that's, that's where I clash too. with them. Yes. Yeah, so being submissive to a man, it, it has, it's not only, they have to bring something into your life where you feel the need to be submissive to them. Mm-hmm. If they're not bringing anything to the table, there's no way you can be submissive to a man. Like I'm not about right. to be, I'm not about to be submissive to a man just because you're a man. It doesn't make right. any sense. Like you have to put no, no. something on the table for right. me to be able to be like, oh, let me be submissive to you. So I think right. that's a lot of, that's another thing too with African men. They, you have to be, you have to be that submissive woman. And if you're not, I'm you have to be soft and feminine you have to, and all that. Yeah, but it got to be for the right person. Like, it you know what I mean? to be for the right person. Right. But with that being said, I think we have reached our mark. I think, I feel like, is there any, anything else that we want to talk about? Anything? Is there anything we want to tell the people? What do you think? Do we want to tell them anything? Mm, I should have wrote some stuff down. <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we've covered everything that, um, I feel like everything has been covered. Maybe things that a lot of things that have been on people's minds have been co- been covered. So okay, I think cool. we can. I think this episode of anything goes. We can leave it. We can leave it here, and we'll pick okay. it up. We'll do a part two. You know what? Yeah. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a part two of anything goes. I and think we're gonna we get, get another person in. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So we have reached the end of mommy in the morning on the Astros radio Mondays at 8 a.m. I want to thank all my listeners for listening and tuning in. I hope this episode was fun for you guys. I hope you guys got a lot of laughs and I hope everything that we discussed, you you know, if it doesn't resonate with you, we taught you some stuff, gave you some insight and dropped some knowledge on you. I want to thank my friend, Charlene, for coming on to mommy in the morning. I appreciate you so much. Tell everybody your social media so they can follow you and they can book you for some makeup. Yes. So you guys can follow me on Instagram at Lajulu Beauty. That's L-A-J-U-L-U-E Beauty. I'm sure you're going to, you know, put all of that info in, right? Yeah. Okay, so let me do it again. (laughs) So you guys can follow me on Instagram at Lajulu Beauty. Um, On Snapchat, I'm most active on Snapchat. That's where I post a lot of my work, that's where I have a lot of followers. So you can add me on Snapchat at Julu2Live. 
And if you want to add me on Facebook too, I'm there. We can chit chat. We can talk. I'm open to making new friends and, you know, just getting to know people. I'm on there as Charlene Julu. And those are my social media handlers. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get into the Twitter. Oh, I have a Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> I want to make a Twitter. I want to tweet. I got a lot you to said, say. You, you, you should definitely make a Twitter. I think Twitter is one of those places where you can get a lot a lot off your chest yeah but with that being said you guys already know who i am i'm mommy canoe you guys can follow me on twitter as mommy canoe m-i-m-a-m-i-k-n-u on my instagram as well m-a-m-i-k-n-u if you guys did not know mommy in the morning is available on majority of these platforms these days you know we're doing big things so i have my own website uh, all the episodes that you want to catch up on you want to see any of the services that I offer as brand ambassador, event curator, and also as a marketing consultant, it's on mommycanoe.com. Also, these episodes are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So you can definitely listen. If you cannot catch it on the Afro Surge Radio Live at 8 a.m. on Mondays, it is on those platforms. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. Charlene and Mommy are out. Bye. Afro Surge Radio. Good morning, my neighbor. How are you doing? Are you feeling okay? Good morning, my neighbor. How are you doing? Are you feeling okay? My name, my name, my name.